The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. This is for you, this is for you and me, and who we see when we see each other. This is for all, this is for all the time you tried to find your sister or your brother. And you're not crazy anymore, you've been waiting at the door. And it's time to open this is Well, it is so time to open that door, and um, what, a, what a special time this is. Here we are. It's November 22nd. Thanksgiving is upon us. Randy's in the sidelines right now, tuning into the energies. I'm here um, connecting with you and letting you know that you're listening to Waking Up in America. We're a radio magazine presented by Mary Louise Zeller, 20 times gold medal taekwondo champ in forms. And she's also an international Kayani distribution agent. We're known for dynamic radio dialogues on Life Today in America. And as uh, I was listening to that theme music of Bent Migans that was playing We're Almost Ordinary People, I was also remembering that Michael Jackson gave us permission to um, play as our theme music, Man in the Mirror, and then Michael Jackson became so controversial (laughs) that the radio station at one time didn't want that music played. Not this radio station, this one's open, of course. So I sat here with thinking about Jackson the Man and um, Jackson the Song, and I'll tell you, Take a look. If you want to make a change in the world, take a look in the mirror, okay, and then take ownership. And then when you really want to make a change, look around and see who's on your right and who's on your left because those are the people that you'll join in to make that change occur. We we don't do this all by ourselves, okay? We initially have to get in contact with ourselves and be responsible for ourselves, okay? You know, Michael, you nailed it. If you want to make a change, start with that person in there. And I've been looking in the mirror, and the mirror for me, one of the mirrors for me has been waking up in America, which is now going into its 28th year. So stored on the Voice America indexes and um, over at their side, um, I believe our show is back to something like 2005. Well, we started in 1987, and there's scraps of those shows around somewhere, but some amazing people have actually come through uh, and talked about what was important to them on Waking Up in America. And one of the great guys that recently came through was um, Lance Gordon, and he's he's um, actually <laughs> involved in some very heavy business transactions right now, and we hope to hear more from him later, but I just wanted to let you know that Lance is alive and well and um, taking care of business. He's a, he's a great human being, and I'm just so happy that we had as much time with him as we did here. 
and hopefully we'll have more time with him in the future. So there you go. Um, <laughs> I have this little list of things I wanted to make sure that I get covered, and then I'll toss this over to Randy. Carol, my cat, my dear cat, please come home. I will buy you whatever kind of cat food that you want and a new collar and everything else, and I will just kiss you because I miss you so much, and it's been two weeks now, and I got that postcard from you with a new Marcel in the bag from Hawaii and stuff like that, but a vacation is long enough. Come home. Your mother is waiting. Okay, um, that's Carol <laughs> to Bill Cosby. <laughs> If you did it or if you didn't do it, may God bless you because you've got to be going through hell. And I'm so sorry because um, you made me laugh so many times. I hope there's more laughter for you in your life, Bill. I do, um, too. And i got to say, none of that stuff is recent. It's all old. Why does that need to come up? Because somebody just wants something to do, I think, sometimes, Randy. Yeah, leave the guy alone. If he did it, they should have brought charges years ago, and they didn't. So let the guy be. And I'm not saying he's guilty or not guilty, but I don't believe you should bring up something that's 30 years old. I don't think so either. Yeah, I'm pretty upset. So about they just that. made me sad um, when I when I heard that he was going through this. Um, I'm sorry, Bill. Thank you for all the laughs you've yes. given us, and may you get through this and with some dignity, because I think this whole thing sucks rocks. I think he was one of the first comedians that I ever laughed at and not just laughed but laughed to tears <laughs> and it, it was on the the skit where he sits on the chair and he talks about his daughter who's the informer I don't know and, that one. Oh, it was, it was his early days and she was the one who tattled on all the other siblings and he, he talks about <laughs> <laughs> how his wife is gone and, and he's in charge of feeding all the kids breakfast and he just he looks at the refrigerator and he sees cake and he asks the kids if they want cake and of course they do. <laughs> that's, that's the coolest thing ever, you know. Yeah. Never wake up and get cake from mom. <laughs> so he does a whole skit on that and it was hilarious and I just, I like the guy. And, you know, I'm so glad you brought up Michael Jackson because he's another one that I just really, really liked. And I've got a story for you on him that yeah. most people wouldn't know and I think everyone would appreciate hearing. Um, in the 90s, I had a business in Las... Well, just outside of Las Vegas, and it was a sports card and memorabilia store. And it was my very first business I ever bought. And one of the best customers that came in there all the time was the bodyguard... Steve Wynn and he would come in and he'd hang out with my managers all the time and they would um, swap stories and he was a really really good guy and he had uh, Michael Jackson used to stay at the Mirage Hotel and he would stay yeah. in one of the top penthouse suites and at night he would go out when the crowds were gone and he would go down to places like the Excalibur and he, w he was just a kid and he would go into the hotel and he would play all the arcade games and the kids would just flock and they loved it because he acted their age almost and then uh -huh. there was always bodyguards around always other adults and they would ask the parents if it was okay if he took them on a shopping spree and he would get Nintendos and whatever they wanted and uh, the bodyguard watched him drop about a quarter of a million dollars in one night taking these kids on the shopping spree and it was just like amazing and the kids loved it the parents thought it was great and I just think that's a really cool thing I just yeah I think so too and I'll tell you something else 
nothing happened other than fun over at Never Neverland, okay? And it was like listening to what you know to be blatant and watching it float around in the ionosphere for years later, what you were saying about Cosby, you know, it's absolutely correct. If something happened 30 years ago, didn't you do something stupid 30 years ago? I certainly didn't. Oh, do one for stupid sure. <laughs> Jeez, oh, criminy. Stupid. Sorry, Mom and Dad, I did wreck the car. <laughs> No, I was it talking to a, a family member, um, and I says, come on, why didn't you go such and such? Were you, like, uh, uh, running away from the law or something? He goes, yeah, as a matter of fact, I was. And I said, really? The 40 years ago, right, he was running away from the law for something. I don't remember what it was. But it was like, <laughs> I never knew that about him. He's been, he's been a family member for a, a long time. Yeah. But everybody's got a stupid thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I, there's anything I'm willing to admit to on the radio right now. I've admitted to enough. Yeah. <laughs> Confession is over. You're, you're yeah, I've done my foreclosure. I've done I've smoked the <laughs> marijuana, whether you like it or not. Stuff. I am what I am, and I do what I do, and I try to make myself as happy as possible in life. And I'll tell you something, for those of you who really don't understand some of the benefits of marijuana, that actually puts the pain in the background. And when the pain is in the background of your life, there's a marvelous thing that happens. You can actually experience life. And if you've noticed Randy is experiencing life, Mike is at the station right now. He's been experiencing life all morning, getting this show on the air, okay? There's live human beings all over the place here going through whatever it is that we're going through to put something together for you, our listener, and thank you for all the feedback that you give us because it's just pretty darned amazing. And the sad thing is is to hear that how many people are, quote, hanging on by their toes. So what can we give them for, <laughs> for, for those hanging on by their toes, Randy? What can we um, kind of insurance? Maybe a conversation on faith or something, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, if it's, if it's anything to do with the law or the courts, please call me. Go to my website. We are helping so many people, and we've got answers. And it's not like an attorney. <laughs> they actually get remedy, and it's really fun. And every single week, even I learn something new because the courts and everything change. But we have remedy for tickets. We have remedy for any kind of citation. Um, now, you know what I'm thinking. They should, hmm. I should tell them what happened, but I shouldn't have them ask me, okay? So I'm going to ask you not to ask me for this particular thing, but I actually filed against a bank, and my hearing isn't, for a, a year. Mm-hmm. Is this giving you any ideas? Absolutely. Okay, this is what I want them to know. How can they implement what? How can they be enjoying what I'm enjoying? Okay, well, I mean, that's more than just a, our conversation. It's Right, but what... They need to know that, that there are successes all over the place, Randy, because there are successes all over the place. That's true. That's and true. they don't know that. Or a lot of people out there just all the all you guys hear are horror stories, okay? And I'm telling you, there's a lot of wonder going on in the world, and uh, we're a stand for it, and people connect with us about it. Yeah, there's a lot of great great things. First of all, we have a law call every Thursday night, and this last week we were two hours long, and we heard some of the most amazing stories. And there's a lot of organizations. Pick one of the them. Country. What was an ama- pick one amazing story that you heard? Okay, well, our first guest was uh, John Durash, and he heads up the National Liberty Alliance, which is really cool. And they're setting up grand juries all across the country 
So we have the corrupt courts, and then we have grand juries. And you can, you can actually get called up as a grand jurist, and all these little bogus statutes and codes that, you know, when, when you talk to a cop and he goes, well, I was just following my orders, you know, which they hung people for in the Nuremberg trials, um, we get people off. I mean, they get people off of uh, whatever it is. If there's no witness, the real law is if it's a victimless crime or there's no witness, there's no crime. You know, I, I'm not saying that... Oh, you mean like running a red light? Yeah, those kinds of things. there's nobody there. Exactly. And so you can't convict people of those things. You can't put them into jail for that, but the courts today are doing that. So the grand juries are helping people get off. There's people that are being locked up in this country right now with no charges. And these guys write a habeas corpus and deliver it directly to the judge, and these people are getting released. But yet this government today will tell you habeas corpus doesn't exist anymore. And, you know, these are, you just can't hold somebody with no charges, bottom line. The government is doing that. Even in Guantanamo? Um, for prisoners of war like that, I don't know. I mean, personally... But see, you know, this, this is the whole thing. See, what, what I see happening in this country is, is that anybody can be made a prisoner of war at this point. Well, yeah, but in, for you and me, I, this is what okay, I Okay, but let's say, let's say for you, okay? okay. Or, or let's say, well, let's make up a fictional woman that's out in the world and doing everything. Okay, um, so the average wh- person, I think, if they've answered yes to the different contracts, like uh, on a driver's license, are you a U.S. citizen? I think that person, Obamacare applies to them, the taxes apply to them, um, uh, being able to be arrested and put away applies to them. If you reject the contracts that say, are you a U.S. citizen? Because what people don't understand is a U.S. citizen is a corporate entity. That's why when Romney said... Right, I get it, but here's part, of what's, here's part of what's going on, and I guarantee it's part of what's going on, because they don't know what to replace what you're asking them to sign away, because the first thing they do is they go, well, what about my Social Security? Or what about my this? Or what about my that? If you paid, you're owed your money back. For me personally, I don't even care what I'm owed back. What I've done is I've gone into what's called the private. In other words, I've reclaimed that I'm an American, not okay, a Okay, but where do you get your old age money from? I'm telling you, this is a serious concern. Right. So how do you get well, it? Once they go into private, they just go back and apply for it and say, hey, I'm an American. This is, this is what I gave you. This is what I shouldn't have gave you. And there's forms for that. That's not what I well, specialize in. Never, I've never right. heard anybody say that on the radio before, what you just said. Yeah. Have you? forms for that. Um, no, but we discussed it on the law call, and that was one of the... Right, but here we are. We've got 150,000-plus listeners, okay? So thank you, Randy, because that brings, that, that brings clarity because all that existed before that comment was the loss of Social Security, for instance, or the loss of health care, for instance. Well, and you're saying you just do it from a different place. Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like there's no violence involved. There's no tyranny or anything. All you're doing is you're rejecting their system and you reclaim the fact that you're an American and that you're private and that those laws don't apply to you. And that's just paperwork. Like I walked my paperwork. I talked about this last week. I walked my paperwork right into the IRS's office. I have sent it directly to the, uh, or taken it directly to the recorder's office. So, you know, you just are making the statement, and who can dispute me? 
Are they going to tell me, yeah, you're a U.S. citizen? No, they're not me. How could they ever dispute it? They can't. So it's a matter of just filing papers, recording papers, and we have all those papers at 42 Action. There That's you kind go. of been our real focus lately, is helping people get private. We don't do it for them. We help them. We walk them through it, because you have to understand what it is you're doing. Oh, yeah, and then there's a lot of other people that came before that um, made mistakes, also that the rules change, you know, as we get successful, and they shift yes. the rules a little bit if they can. Yep. Um, so you need somebody that's in touch and keeping up, but I'm telling you, this is the this is one of the roads to freedom. No kidding right. over here. Yep. You know, what I do is I surround myself with people that are on the same mission as me, and... I can learn from them. Maybe they've already been there. Or, you know, some things I test. I'm the tester. And yeah. I always protect myself with words like, <laughs> whenever I sign something and I send it to these people, I always put on without recourse, which means they can't do anything to me. Because I'm only, I'm only doing what I think I know, and if I make a mistake, I am allowed to make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There, there's another thing. Okay, Randy's hit two home runs. So, and the other one is everybody's allowed to make mistakes and doesn't mean anything. All it means is you made a mistake. That's Just it. means you're human. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there, there he is. We're all human this morning, aren't we, Mike? Oh, I look in the mirror. Very human. <laughs> <laughs> See, Michael, we are looking in the mirror. Thank God. We're looking yep. in the mirror of what what do we want to create with ourselves, and there will always be somebody to say something about something, right? Well, we're told not to think anymore. We're told to have fear, and fear paralyzes your creativity. It doesn't give you hope. It destroys your hope, and so you got to overlook all the stuff that you see and hear out there and just you know find it deep within. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And while you're finding it deep within, just reach out, grab your bottle of Patricia Bragg's apple cider vinegar and give a toast to Mike. A shout-out to Mike. I love this stuff. Patricia, we need another case. Please, My case is please. almost gone. Please, please. <laughs> wow, you guys go through that You go through that pretty quick. I'm still on mine. Yes, we do. I Every <laughs> single solitary day, I'm even now soaking my feet in vinegar for other reasons. I'm telling you, I'm turned on to vinegar. Um so Patricia Bragg's apple cider vinegar is is the um, health drink of waking up in America. The hot drink is Sir Jason Winter Tea because this really supports your immune system. It's like what I'm in for is elegant ways of being healthy and totally enjoying yourself without straining too many muscles. Randy can strain the muscles going through the mud, not me. <laughs> Protanda, I looked at a video on that. I'm not doing it. Protanda. Oh, so fun. So fun. <laughs> protanded. She's probably got protanded pumping through her pure little veins. Um, this, you know what, Dr. Vell? You know, uh, can, I, can I jump in? I, I, that, that is the one thing you told me three, four years ago that I take it every day. And it is, I, I don't know about you, Randy, and I am being dead honest. That's the best stuff I've ever had. I love yeah. it. The protanded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you dream every night, Mike? Yes, I get weird ones. It must be the protandum. It is totally is it the, the protandum making us dream. Yeah. Is yeah. that interesting? And I have some really cool dreams now. It's Thank protandum. God. I can take anything else, and I don't dream. And the thing that I love about that is, is I'm hopeful that that's what's unclogging, like the pineal gland that the fluoride calcifies. Right. Which the pi the pineal gland is the one 
that uh, I, we have this tiny, tiny little gland in our heads, and it's um, over your, basically your left ear, I think, if I've got it right. And that's what gives you, like, sixth sense. It gives you, you actually are creative. Your creativity is in that pineal gland. Well, and I mean, when you take protandum, that thing goes crazy all night long. I wake up. Oh no, this me. is what you're t- what you're touching on is like totally amazing because what also helps with that is the ear coning. Okay. Yep. The there ear coning. The ear coning. Well, first of all, the protanin is cleaning the blood, but the um, the ear the eustachian tube is where your um, lymphatic system starts to throw off the trash that it's picked up out of your blood. And it does it through your skin and your elimination tract, but it also does it through this tube, which runs from, from your ear to your collarbone, okay? But here's the tricky part. Inside of that little tube are actually antenna <laughs> for your mm-hmm. intuition. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something? Yeah. So you clean off those little antenna, and you get... Uh, actually, I kind of let them get a little crumbed up because I was getting in trouble, Randy. Mm-hmm. I was actually <laughs> speaking to people to things that they were thinking and hadn't said. I wonder if they're giving us I wonder if they're giving us hallucinogenics and we just don't know it. <laughs> Cuz I, I don't think that's what it is. I, I get think some, I think it's I get some crazy I think we have enormous capacities, Mike, and I I think we've been we, we we've been intentionally not told about them. I get some crazy dreams, you guys. I really do. <laughs> yeah. It's totally Are you bad. are you confessing? Oh, well, no, it's just... Why don't you let me finish off the commercials, okay, Okay. and then you come back and confess. (laughs) Randy Shannon's 42action.org. You've been hearing her talk about that. All these things are on our website. Aqua Chi detoxes your system like you wouldn't believe, and he's got some great products over there. Tech, follow the link to Aquachi. Pick up some El Pinto Salsa at Ralston. Party and visit the destination restaurant in Albuquerque because the, the twins are over there making things great for you. Uh, Ron Zeller's book, Aging or Ageless, is on the website. Go over and click on it. It's the basis. It's the major basis of our 200 Living to be 200, which is developing really nicely. We'll fill you in on that later. The Galactic Federation, for those of you who really would like to know more about the landings and how that's all working. DrValerie.com, if you want to find out how to get yourself cleared epigenetically, which means not only can I help you complete the incompletions of your lifetime, I can actually help you complete the incompletions of your family. So that's at drvalerie.com, and you need minerals, you go over to lancegordon.com, follow the link and pick up some minerals. That stuff's very important. Alkaline restructured water, which they use, by the way, over at um, El Pinto, um, is Brooke Peterson, and you can call her at 561-628-1845. That's 561-628-1845. You're listening to Waking Up in America. I'm here with Randy Shannon, and Mike was just about to confess. Go for it, Mike. Well, I, uh, you know. <laughs> no, you know what? It, it just gets you thinking, and, you know, it, it, I, th- I think Randy's right. It just opens up. You're like, where did I get that thought? And there's a confidence yeah. that you get in that thinking. Do you know what I mean? Which before maybe it gets yeah. stunted. That's what I'm thinking. It really, it's it's a healthy creativity when I take that. And I don't know why. I don't know how. It's just I'm like, okay, that's interesting. You know, looking down the road, I'll get weird of of dreams about what I'm doing. And it's like, 
I, I, I could do that. You know, it's just, anyhow, it's just kind of, you know, cerebral, the whole thing. Is there I anything you'd like to be doing, Mike, that you dreamt about? Well, there are a lot of things. I, you know, I mean, it's something. Pick one. Well, I, you know, um, own a castle atop a hill. <laughs> I can see it. I'm just can we kidding. come over? Uh, yeah, you guys, you guys, come on in. You know, I'll have, I'll have like a little moat around it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was actually reading about somebody that had a castle, and I met somebody on. Um, I went to Lee Albuquerque's opening uh, at the um, Cone Gallery, and I met a gentleman there who had actually had his castle taken over by the state and was complaining that they were wanting to charge him for entry into his own castle. And I thought, boy, I haven't ever heard a conversation like this before. You know? Oh, my gosh. There's a castle in Illinois, and when I was in junior high, I lived right next door to it. My parents bought a piece of property, and it was the one and only house that they ever built. And so when the maid's kids would be in the castle, then we would go play with the maid's kids, and we used to go run from room to room to room. And it's, it sounds crazy. There's a castle in Illinois, but there really is. They brought it over brick by brick from England or Scotland or something. Wow. What yeah. about Death Valley Scotty's castle, too? Have you been there, Mike? You know, I heard about it, I heard, and I've seen it's pictures. Cool. Yeah, here it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's all crazy. I was just, it was made me think of the Watts Towers guy too. Uh, you know, the Watts Towers here in in Los Angeles are, are a, a wonderful creation as well. There's there's magic all over the place. I, it sounds to me like you're ready to go for a trip to Scotland or Ireland. Oh, that'd be cool. Wouldn't it? I have been to Scotland. It's amazing. If that that's like one of those things that everyone needs to do. Add it to the list. Well, I, that I, Ireland French too. Alps. Yeah, I cried I, when I went through the Alps. They, they were so beautiful that it brought tears to my eyes. I was so oh, stunned by the beauty. It, it, that's exactly right. Uh, we were on a train. We were there yeah, for Yeah, that's the trip. same. Yeah. You did the same trip? Yeah. <laughs> and I cried when, when I saw the Alps. I also cried when I saw the Italian um, vineyards for some reason. Oh, Big that would be boo-hoo so down beautiful. there too. Have you guys ever been? <laughs> ha, have you guys ever been to the Canadian Rockies, Banff? I've been yes. there. Yes. You want to talk about not. majestic? Wow! Just yes. go ahead and Google that. That I've been there, and that that was one of the most amazing trips. Yeah, there's a there's a train that goes through that area, but Western Canada, and it's just beautiful. You want to talk about mountains? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I went trekking up there to find the Northern Lights, and I found them. I actually found them in Alaska. Uh, it is a trip, and I actually consider myself Canadian um, that got transplanted to America. <laughs> hey, I told Canada you guys is very the story much in about, my heart. I told you the story about my relative that hid the gold up there, right? No! Yeah, I, okay, my grandfather, he's still alive, and he just turned 90. And this is, would be like a cousin to him who lives in Canada. And he, their family had tons of gold apparently and when our governments went through and were confiscating everybody's gold they hid their gold in a mountain cave in canada and this is a true story and they the whoever was the relative that was alive that did it didn't apparently pass on the information (laughs) (laughs) and so my grandfather and his cousin when they were still somewhat healthy in their you know 60s or so trekked 
for days, for months, and could not find the gold. The gold. Oh, this is such a good story. Oh my God. Yeah, and so I have I have picked my grandfather's brain. I'm like, Grandpa, just give me any kind of idea. He's like, and he ah. wouldn't tell me any kind of location because it was so far out, and he didn't want me getting out there in those unsafe areas, like you know, I don't know, mountain lions and bears or something. I don't know what his deal is, but. He's still alive today, and I cannot, I mean, I say no clue. truth serum. I say go, we go down there with <laughs> truth serum. <laughs> Grandpa. It's there, though. That's the thing. It's there. And imagine, that's just one person who hit it. Imagine yeah. all the little hot spots. Oh, I'm sure they're things. all over the place. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's a lovely story, Randy. <laughs> We're wealthy. Story. We just can't get to it. <laughs> right. Well, I kind of feel the same way about, you know, I've got my land in Mexico, and now the government is wanting to turn the land that I own in Mexico into the preserve and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know what? I still own land in Mexico. It's just undetermined. <laughs> yeah, I, I could right? I, I could see Randy, you know, your grandpa does tell you where it's at, and she's hiring all these uh, special uh, rescue team people, and she's up there with a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I would totally go after it. I would be leaving tomorrow if but see I here, had any idea. But here's the deal. Don't you know that knowing that there's gold in your name stashed in the mountains somewhere in Canada gives you a sense of being that you don't have without that. True. That well, like faith, you know. Mike, I went around and I looked at a lot of churches and they were all, they all had good stuff. And just last week I was sitting around and I thought, what is it that makes everything work? Okay. And it's what we give ourselves faith in. Hmm. You have a story about lost wealth that's hidden in your name in Canada. I have stories about that, too. I have the story that the San Germain Trust will make me a billionaire, that I have oceanfront land in Mexico, which are, they they all could be true. I'm owed quite a bit of money, and someday somebody will actually pay me the money that they owe me, blah, 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 blah. But (laughs) what stories do you choose to tell yourself, Okay. I work with a lot of of CEOs, and it became very clear to me last week that CEOs are people that refuse to be victims. Oh, wow, true. Inside of most of your big companies, you'll find that the really most efficient men and women CEOs actually had miserable childhoods Mm -hmm. on some level. And they chose not to be victimized. They literally disciplined themselves, did all kinds of things, and not to be victimized. Right. And, you know, for every bad CEO that you hear about, there's a number of really great ones out there. So um, don't let your world get collapsed. That's one of the things that happens. We throw a pebble at Bill Cosby and we say, you did this thing 30 years ago and you're probably still bad. We throw another pebble at um, Michael Jackson and, and try to discount all the contribution that he was and things of that nature. And the reality of the situation is, well, we've all got things we like and don't like about who we've been and what we've done, and we just keep trying to do the right thing, you know. Otherwise, you get yeah. stuck in a rut, and you can't you can't move forward on those opportunities. You know, I mean, there's opportunities every day, and I think sometimes whether it's a relationship or a death or whatever, some setback or trial or adversity, a lot of people just get stuck in that rut and can't think beyond that, and then you waste time. You know, I've been listening to Chris Williamson, Mike. Have, do you, did you ever hear her music? No. 
She was real big in the women's movement, Randy. You know, like in the 70s, there was a mm-hmm. whole bunch of women singers. Mm-hmm. Um, about the time Helen Reddy did I Am Woman, <laughs> Let Me Roar. Right. Uh, and, and she sings the song uh, on an album with Sometimes It Takes a Rainy Day, just to let you know that everything's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. So I, I like, <laughs> I know it's a funny thing to say because you've got Ebola scares and this scare and that scare and the world is being fracked to death and all this kind of stuff. Um, you know, maybe where we're headed for is Agartha, and I'm going to hold the possibility of Agartha, and that's A-G-A-R-T-H-A, which is actually um, the possibility of inner earth, and it's a place that I actually retreat to in my own meditation from time to time. And if you read up on Agartha, you'll quite like it. <laughs> it's it's everything that you have here, uh, but it's in the... Um, in, in Agartha, you have the ability to create from the fifth dimension. So... I'm just creating life um, the way I want it. And one of the ways that I make it the way I want it is by telling a story that makes it all okay for me. Because I don't, I'm taking the wisdom course right now, and one of the main things that I've come away from the course with, and I'm taking it for the second time and plan on taking it again and again because one can always gather more wisdom. One of the things from the course is there, you know, a failure is simply a failure. It's just a place where you stepped off the track. Um, it'd be a, it'd be a stone you dropped on the floor and you wanted to pick up and put on the wall, something of that nature. It's it's uh it's nothing to stop you. It's a thing to um, guide you in moving forward. If we start to look at ourselves in in kind and generous ways, um, <laughs> I'm down. I downsized. I. I've done a number of things, so I don't have so much to take care of. And what I did was I downsized by getting rid of all the stuff I didn't like. Do you know what I'm talking about, Randy? Yeah. I'm and what right, happened yeah. when you got rid of the stuff you didn't like? Oh, man, it's such a free feeling. Whew. Yeah. Totally free. So you start to look at things, and you see out of all of that stuff that you have, what are the five or ten things that you like, and clean the space around that and you know, start to have a party and have people over because you're not alone out there. Mm-hmm. There's people all over the place. And that was the thing that was the common thing between all those churches. What I noticed was was um, that they all had faith in something larger. And so if if somebody is successful in taking away your faith in a larger concept, that's where criminality lies as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. We're here as that possibility for you to know that um, there, there's there's always a way through. Oh, always. Might be ugly today, but tomorrow won't be. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to know it. Yeah. And by the way, if anybody on the, uh, uh, that's in the listening audience has enough money to support us all while we go look for that gold, <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> I just, oh, are you alive. organizing a search party? <laughs> I would love it. Can you imagine what's gold? Well, what if you found somebody, what if you found gold and you didn't have to go so far? True. Very true. But that's an adventure. I would go, I would do that adventure. You know, I would definitely do it too. I went actually um, panning for gold up um, at Sutter Creek where it all got started Mm. in California. That was fun. Yeah. I'm sure. It just, I, I, I'm picky about how I make my millions. I don't want my back to hurt. (laughs) I I didn't mind being wet for the afternoon. I didn't want to spend my day wet. 
wet, wet, mm-hmm. wet, wet in the dirt. I like my nails to be pretty good. You know, it's just I could do it for a week, Randy. Yeah. Oh, I could so go for a yeah. while. Right, but see, <laughs> you're a crazy person and like to <laughs> mud wrestle and do all of that. I'm, no mud wrestling, I would actually do. Okay. It's climbing over bars and slithering (laughs) under rocks in the mud that just was not at all appealing. Mud wrestling, I could get into. That'd be funny. (laughs) Hey, I don't know if I told you, but, uh, you know, I'm 46 years old, and uh, this last year I have mentioned it on air that I had had injuries, and so my 15-year-old and I, we did a, a mud run, a 10K, several months back. And, in fact, I was supposed to be on air that day, and I came on at the very last minute. And I had not been training at all for that mud run. And this is a hilarious <laughs> story. We, I tried to get the first run. They go in 15-minute increments. And I tried to get the first one so that I could be on air. Oh, got it. Got it. Yeah. And so, but I hadn't been training. I was just off an injury. And so we're, it was an obstacle course, and it was a 10K. And so we're going, 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 and one of the parts they take you through is this water, and it's deep. It's over your head. And they have uh, floating, uh, you know, like kind of like pugil sticks or pugil I don't know if I'm saying Yeah, I do. The, the things you fight with, right? Yeah. They kind of had those in the water, something similar to it. And you had to go over them like hurdles. Obviously, you're not going to get air. But so we're in the middle of going over those. <laughs> I'm dying, okay, because I, I've had no training now. And all I can think of is radio, radio, radio the whole time. <laughs> I, <laughs> I got to get on air. So, yeah, you're about yeah, you, yeah, you're about ready to drown, and you're thinking about us. Come on. <laughs> no, that's how it works. I'm telling you, it's just stuff like that that gets you through, right? Not me. Oh, right. I'm telling you. So radio got her through. Don't mess up the story, Mike. <laughs> well, well, wait till you hear this part. So we're going over these little pugil stick things in the water, and a lady who's pretty fit and at least 10 years, at least, maybe a little more, older than me, comes fr- up from behind, and she's like, this is how you do it, quick. And, you know, there was an older woman in front of us with, like, it was like a grandma and a granddaughter in front of us. So that was kind of slowing us down. And now here comes this super fit lady who is clearly... I mean, she's a marathoner. I mean, she's, <laughs> okay, and she's flying past us, and she's like, this is how you do it. And I said, hey, do you happen to know what time it is? Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm freaking out about the radio. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, oh, well, I only know uh, how long I've been running on this. And so she tells me, and she go, I said, oh, were you in the first run? as in the first one who, she goes, oh, no, I was in the second one. So this woman started 15 minutes after us and was now passing us. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, OMG, I'm in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real wake-up call, isn't it? Oh, it was a total wake-up. <laughs> That's really great. I love that. Oh, <laughs> I've never told you guys that, but and then I only made it at the very end of the radio program. So, well, yeah, because well, yeah, because you took a shortcut. You went down the wrong way just so you could get back on the radio with us. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> oh, Randy. Well. Yeah, it, it's terrific that you do what you do, and 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 I think what she's pointing to is what it takes us to get here. It's 
sometimes it's a real challenge to get here. Sometimes the people that try to get here don't make it for one reason or another. Uh, we're we're on replay in a number of stations, and we're live on Saturday mornings in, from Albuquerque, New Mexico, okay? And in this aliveness, there is humanity and life and computer technicalities and people with colds and bad connections and so on and so forth, and yet here it is, we're going into our 28th year, and while there have been burps and gurgles, we've been on air for going into 28 years now, and that's really pretty darned remarkable, and we're here because we're here for you and you're part of us, and as Randy and I were talking about earlier, we've been contributed to by so many people in our lives, neither one of us would be who we are today without... Um, the people that have contributed to us, like the lady that got her, told her what time it was. When I was busy smoking, I, I, I was smoking a cigarette, and I was calling somebody on the telephone, and this woman walked up behind me and smacked me on the butt and said, you know you're not supposed to be doing that. I never saw her before again. And you know what? I put down the cigarette, and I didn't wow. do that. She smacked you on Why the... Why is it? Did she smacked you on the butt? She smacked me across the butt like, you know, your kid, a little kid or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But that, take a kid and smack him on the butt and say, what do you think you're doing? That's weird. That's what she did. And then another time, um, I used to chew my nails. And, I mean, I got Hopalong Cassidy outfits, uh, all kinds of stuff I was offered, and I couldn't stop chewing my nails. No matter what, they offered me bicycles. If I'd been old enough, they probably would have offered me a car. I was chewing my nails down to my elbows. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting on the bus. I'm chewing my nails, and this guy is walking down the aisle, and he sees me. And he goes, Bleh! "That's disgusting." You know what? I never chewed my nails again. I don't understand how it works. It just did. You know what's disgusting is people when you walk by and they spit. Now, see if it was a yeah, hundred right. years ago, Mike. You just put, you just kicked a spittoon over it and say, "You can do better than that." I mean, you're walking down a city street. Don't you think that's kind of it's one of those, you know, etiquette things? And you know, someone's yeah. Going well, by. the Chinese will certainly agree with you, Mike. This woman got, oh God, this woman got arrested. I think in Hong Kong for letting her kid poo poo on the street. And so it got into this whole conversation about spitting and pooping on the street. It's actually a jailable offense well, in, yeah. in certain Chinese areas. Should be. And um, I think Mike points to that well. However, I thought it was pretty amazing that in this woman's hometown, her argument was is that it was okay where she came from. Oh. Hmm. Okay, so can you just imagine if we were, when you were talking about spitting, I mean, it's like there's... Wherever you go in the world, you can find something that amazes you, whether you approve of it or disapprove of it. It is irrelevant, because I can go to some place in the world that I think is terrible and see one of the most beautiful sunsets I've ever seen. I know? went to a restaurant mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah, it was yeah, no, it was Thursday. And there was a woman in front of me, and she had her um, smartphone on loud, so the you know, woman she was talking to on the phone, you could just hear it. And the uh, gentleman, you know, he was about 20, he goes, hey, can I help you? And he goes, she goes, I'm sorry, just one minute. I'm talking on the phone. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you ever see stuff like that? I mean, man, you know. Oh, listen, you're, 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 I, was, I was at the store yesterday, and the woman in front of me um, announces, as we're all stacked up in line waiting to check out, that she has the store credit. 
Oh, man. Oh, my 30 gosh. minutes later, uh, she left. Oh, wow. You know? Wow. And I was like, now, mind you, I'm coming from a universe in which everything was perfect, right? So mm-hmm. I'm really trying to make this perfect, right? I couldn't. I tried, I tried, I couldn't. And then finally, I, I realized that for me, it was a test in patience. Mm-hmm. Because whatever it is, is whatever it is. Yeah, but you want to yeah. kill her, though, too. If there's a too. woman in line that's screwing <laughs> up the whole thing for all of us and whatever, that's mm. not what's really happening. What's happening is the line isn't moving, and I'm frustrated. That's what I finally got to. But who wants to find out that way? Yeah, no. You know, this is all very zen of us and stuff like that, and it really is required that we detach from things to be able to have lives. And by attach, I don't mean get rid of. I mean not make it so important. Like, if you bought your Rolls Royce because it was proof that you had money, that was one thing. If you get your Rolls Royce because it's just the car that jazzes you and turns you on, and and if somebody took your Rolls Royce, you wouldn't die because you lost something, that's a fine car for you. Mm-hmm. What we're talking about is the paradigms of attachment that we have to all of these different things that we say have to be a certain way. Yeah. Like, you're attached, Randy, in a good way, and I am too, I think, to our health. Oh, yeah. You got you know, I'm, I'm invested in my health. Yeah, you have to. And, and you know what? That reminds me. I want to get this out real quick. Uh, a good friend of mine was in California, and she met with a, uh, she's South Korean, and she met with an, a doctor who practices now in Mexico. And he's been testing the blood and the hair samples of people from all over the world, but mostly in the United States. Uh-huh. Uh, and... Um, Everybody is super, super high in the, I don't know what you call it, radiation or or whatever from Fukushima. All of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in this country. And this is what he told her from what he's seeing. 100%, of the people in this country will have cancer within the next four years. The only way to offset that is you have to detox that crap out of your body on a regular basis, which nascent iodine is one of the ingredients. And I take it every day. Yeah, you you have to. What is it? <clears throat> nascent iodine. Is nascent it? Iodine. There's. M-A? I'll give you a telephone number. Okay. Um, actually, I'll give you a telephone number for it, Mike. It's okay. Expensive. It is worth it. I I put it in. I I <laughs> I have what I call my my um my hard drink, which has minerals and it has um, iodine in it, and they're not things I particularly care for, so I put them in a green drink. So that eliminates toxins from your body? Is that what you're saying? Well, it protects you from the from the radiation. Yeah, and there's so detoxes. So it doesn't affect you. There's detoxes that you have to do. I know of a reporter who lived in California right on the water. <clears throat> he, did, uh, he did his samples, and he was horrible. He was feeling really bad. He detoxed. The whole process took him about three and a half to four months, and he also picked up and moved. He got out of there because it was so bad, because it would just reoccur and reoccur and reoccur. And I think it's something like two out of every four get cancer now. So that's why these minerals and selenium in your diet are super, super important. Uh, so many ways to use baking soda that's got to be in there as well. Oh, um, you may- maybe talk about that next week, huh? Baking soda. Pick something like that. Yeah, because those are simple, inexpensive things too. I like that. Yeah, and I have a whole soup mix 
of ingredients. If someone wants to reach out to me, I'll be happy to... Are you going to tantalize us with it, or are you going to give us the actual details next week? Yeah, you know what? I'll give the actual details see, of people see that how are... exciting it gets? Yeah, battling cancer right now in the throes of it that have already been given, you're going to be dead by January. I'll give you the exact things that they're taking, and they completely are turning around. They're yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, no, I'll give you the whole mix next week. Yeah, see, what we're at is at a tipping point now, guys. We're at a point where we've gathered a lot of information, we're getting a lot of powerful feedback, and now we're leaning into a future in which people get to be happy, healthy, and comfortable. And um, really, 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 uh, I was trying to think of his name, but the guy who said, you are what you think, okay? Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. really, really, really are what we think, and what we are busy doing and what this conversation is actually designed is to affect your subconscious. Because mm-hmm. here's the beauty: when your subconscious is in charge and it's like fully loaded with all the right info and data and stuff like that, mm-hmm. the quality of your life just becomes like um, you're the master um, boatmaster steering your way down the river of life. No kidding, missing the rocks and the branches and all of that um, because of those who have come before you. Actually, thank you all, and that's what Thanksgiving is about. And um, I'm totally thankful to Ron Simon and to Mike Vitale and to the folks at Cumulus Radio. I'm totally thankful to Voice America and to um, our dear friend in, um, in Buffalo, good old John. I mean, John Young, these people have been over the years supporting Waking Up in America and what they're really doing is supporting you and using us as a channel to speak with you. So make make our Thanksgiving, you know, look around if there's an instruction that we have for this week. You know, Randy, what are you thankful for this week in your life? Um, my, uh, I think my health, um, the success of my sons, different things that are going on in their lives, just I see those little blessings that I've had all through my life happening to them. And here's one example. I've got one son who's in Colorado. He had to drive to a training. He's working on one of the slopes this year for winter. And he had no place to stay in one night because he only had a few hours till he had to be at his training. He slept in his car. And it was like right as polar vortex is happening. So I was kind of freaking out about it. And, um, and it's just because he had no time to go find a place and he was exhausted. The next day, he still had no place. There was supposed to be student housing, and it was full. And so that night, he was kind of down because that's the night. It was the coldest. And I said, go find something now. I'm freaking out because he was just going to, you know, stay in his car again. Yeah. He went to a hotel that was a $300 a night hotel and told him he was working on the slopes. And they said, oh, we have student discounts. He got a $300 a night hotel for $15. (laughs) That's a a student giveaway. (laughs) It has a fireplace in it. and (laughs) You love it. (laughs) But see, see, it's that that fear. You you taught him a a life lesson, though, that don't fear and think think and so he did and then because of you too that's great because most people fear on that you know like oh god what am i gonna do look 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 i'm wearing right now it's chilly at my house this morning okay i'm wearing my green velvet liz claiborne shirt okay i love this shirt 
Mm-hmm. It's 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 one of my favorite shirts on the planet. I paid ninety nine cents for it at the ninety nine cent store. <laughs> I love it. And I never know where I'm going to find the product. I also go to garage sales, okay? And I don't go to garage sales just because I really need something else. I go to garage sales because there's some interesting stuff. Oh yeah. And I love interesting stuff, but I don't miss it. I mean, this shirt. You look at and not only that. The shirt's got like satin lining down the front mm-hmm. and little cuffs that are satin and stuff this is like a hundred dollar shirt you find good stuff at con- you find good stuff at consignment stores have you guys ever gone to those or real estate absolutely or- I look all over the place and sometimes I even go to you know the, the really big stores and find out I, I got an amazing outfit for 20 bucks at, at one of the big stores recently because they they keep marking stuff down and it was like 200 bucks worth of stuff for 20 bucks. <laughs> so you do You know, you one of the it. things, uh, when I had the most money ever, I still shopped at those kinds of stores because you just got to always remember, you know, let someone else pay the top dollar. <laughs> well, I'm Randy, not, Randy, too- Randy, don't you like a French theme though? Well, yeah, but Come I, on. I, I have to Isn't it nice if French theme sometimes? I got some sometimes. other ways to spend it. <laughs> well, guess what? But if you only have to spend 20 bucks for your French theme, is what I'm, the point I'm making. Mm-hmm. And the point I'm also making is, is that we have all these rules about how you can find this here and you can't find that there and you can find right. this here. And I'm telling you, you can walk into Neiman Marcus and pick up something um, for unbelievable when the stuff was an incredible place in the first place but most people won't even go into Neiman Marcus because they think they're not good enough or don't have enough money or blah 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 no I agree Randy I and I are saying go the- wherever you want yeah I have found some of my most favorite favorite pieces of clothing in Macy's on rock bottom sale it's like what how did yeah how did this get this like for ten dollars <laughs> i said thank you for giving your clothes away or at <laughs> ross or at marshall you know Marshall. no i went to ross's i went to marshall's first and i'll tell you i now have a pair of white linen pants that were 120 bucks i paid like 11 dollars for them <laughs> i love it and this was like two weeks ago, so it's you, not a you, you know what, did, victory. Did, don't you guys feel good when you get a deal like that? You're like, yes, I looked high and low for something, and I got a deal. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love it. Victory. <laughs> but I also tune into my intuition, okay? And I say, okay, here's there's a bunch of stores here. Which one has got what I want in it? And then I let my intuition take me, and you know what? Nine times out of ten, it takes me exactly where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. How are we doing on time, Mike? This is for you. One minute. <laughs> oh, one minute. I thought maybe something was happening time-wise. So this program has actually been brought to you by Kirkguard Intergalactic Media, our radio partners, ConeyCompany.com, Dr. James Murphy, John Denver, Tippy Hedren. Oh, Carol. Yes, so much. We love you so much, Carol Channing. Deepak Chopra. Eddie Albert, Ed Asner, Ralph, Julia, and by the way, Ed Asner is still alive, just in case you're wondering, because he's in the middle of a bunch of dead people there. Ed Asner is alive and well, and so is Carol Channing. They're just amazing humans. Uh, We thank our producers and sponsors, and a big thanks to our team, Voice America, Jeff Spinard, Nathan Jett, Brad Comer, Ryan Treasure, Randy Jackman, DeMont, and our friends at Cumulus Radio, Mike Vitale and Ron Simon, to John Young at Totally Gospel. A big thanks 
for all the airtime and friendship you have given us over the years. And a big thanks to Ty, our webmaster, and merci beaucoup to Bent Megan for our theme music, Almost Ordinary People. Also, Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror rocks. And I'll have to have... Mike, can you grab a piece of Man in the Mirror and start off next week, and we'll play that, too? Um, next week, invite a friend to listen, and re- you can always write me at val at wakingupinamerica.com. And remember, Sidious Altius Fortius, take a risk today. Go out and have some fun. And you're not crazy anymore. You've Thank you for joining us today for Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. Waking Up in America can be heard live every Wednesday on voiceamerica.com and Valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com. This is for all you pouring through. Now your heart is Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 